What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Friday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. The Betting Pros account is at Betting Pros NFL. We are here thanks to BetMGM. And as always, every morning on all the audio platforms, I think they figured out the problems. There was like an internet outage yesterday across the country. So I think we're good for the internet and on Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and all the other cool applications for the audio. The video is on YouTube and our other platforms like at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter and the Daily Juice on TikTok. Okay. So a 1 0 1 day yesterday, a 2 1 1 day the day before. So not bad. We're on a nice little stretch here as we head towards the weekend. Now, look, on Saturday, I'm, I'm always more committed, right? If you guys have listened and watched the juice over the year plus we've done this, you know that I tend to go a little heavier on Saturday and Sunday than I do on Friday. And so it's baseball season and I'm just going to have a couple of baseball plays a day. I'm not going to get too crazy. I'm not going to have this gigantic card with baseball. I did not play any yes, no run in the first inning officially yesterday. I did have two going, went one and one on them, but it, it, it wasn't something I played officially. I might, if I have a good feeling on something, I may jump in on it. Uh, the Pirates may be a yes in our, for a run in the first inning that we'll run into because Chad Cool's on the mound for the Pirates. That might be a bet. So the official plays will go if we do them inside the Discord channel. Bettingpros.com slash chat or underneath me here on YouTube. You click on it and you get into the Discord channel. And we've been growing that quite nicely. It's been very, very cool. Okay, it's Friday. That means we have the parlay to give you. Now, I have been doing this a little bit. I've been talking to some of our OG members of the Discord channel, some of the Daily Juice gang guys who've been around for a while. So Cold Brewster and I got together, put our heads together, and we hit that parlay for yes, no runs in the first inning. If you remember, that was a plus 700 hit. For some, it was plus 1,000, depending upon what you got the odds. D. Nizzy, who is an outstanding basketball gambler, has given us his parlay of the week. Now, if it doesn't hit, don't get mad at him. Don't go too crazy with this. He was hesitant. I had to talk him into this. I've been talking to him for about a week or so saying, hey, when the Olympics come around, would you be willing to give a parlay? And he was kind of lukewarm on the idea. And then he kind of popped in today and said, hey, I got three plays that I like. I think I can get three plays down to qualify for a three leg plus six plus 600 parlay And boy did he ever because this is a three leg plus 600 parlay to a T. I mean, right down to it. It's a 600 parlay. So very cool. I have got that for you guys today. I've got two baseball bets to give you guys today. And well, look. I'm still kind of laughing about the Yankees and the Red Sox and what happened and the Yankees and the Red Sox. What happened in that game is influencing where I'm going to go today for what's going to happen for one of the two baseball bets. But I've got also a bet you can use for the bet MGM offer that we give you every day. I've got a bet that might be worth your time that we'll do that here on the other side. So let's do parlay bet than the two baseball plays to give you guys. Okay. So this is the parlay and D came up with a full breakdown. I mean, this dude took it really seriously. All right. So here are the three bets. The first bet is Czech Republic up against Iran. Okay. Now this is a 6 PM Eastern time start on Saturday night. Okay. 
So this is a Saturday into Sunday. But because these games are going to get played at funky hours and funky times, we just thought we would give this away now because it's Friday. We do the parlay and let's just do the games today to give you guys a chance to lock it in in case the numbers tend to move around. All right. So this is Czech Republic up against Iran. The line is 17. Okay. Czech Republic. I did this at DraftKings, and you guys can do whatever you want on this in terms of terms of where you want to go ahead and, and jump onto this. The numbers are going to kind of be, you know, depending upon what the odds are, they're going to get close to plus 600. You may, I saw one book I was at was 600. One book I at was at was 554. So it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm saying this qualifies. So don't DM me and say, hey, Matt, you know, I, at my book, this doesn't qualify. I, I don't care. Okay. It's good enough. It qualified at the Westgate in Vegas. It was plus 600. Okay. So it qualified. Here are the plays Czech Republic minus 17 against Iran in the first game. Here is the explanation Iran is awful. According to Dean Izzy, FIBA ranking 23rd, second lowest in the tournament. In their last five games, they've lost twice to Spain and twice to Japan, who's ranked 42nd, all by an average of 31 points. Czech is riding high in their first Olympic ever by upsetting Greece, who's ranked number six. They're going to make want to make a statement here. And Iran is a doormat that they will go ahead and crush. So Czech Republic minus 17 is the first bet of the parlay. Second bet. Australia versus Nigeria, Australia minus seven. These two just played each other with Australia beating them by 31 points. Australia has won all four meetings dating back to 1998. Australia is ranked third, while Nigeria is ranked 22nd, which is the second highest ranking disparity in the tournament. Nigeria is full of young and athletic players who don't really know how to play just yet with the international game like Australia does. In their last game, Australia shot 62% from three while holding Nigeria to just 25% from three. The line is due to Nigeria beating the U.S., So it, uh, but so did Australia. I personally think Australia is good up to minus eight and a half for plus money on a single bet. So the minus seven, seven and a half should get it done for the parlay. Okay. Australia minus seven, seven and a half, depending on what book you're looking at. I've, I'm looking at both right now. So take the minus seven if you can. And then the third play is France plus 12. Most of this bet comes down to how poorly the U.S. has played due to how bad their roster is constructed for international play. Don't have a true point guard. Dame is a zero guard looking for a shot first for passing. Lackluster outside shooting. Makes spacing on the floor really tough. They got capable scores like Katie and Dame, but once they're off the floor, the U.S. will find itself hard to score against legit NBA talent like Gobert and Batum, especially if they zone up. Booker, Middleton, and Drew won't be able to play in this first game either. So I'm taking the number seventh ranked team who beat USA already in 2019. So they know what it takes. France plus 12. France plus 12 is also a half a unit official play for the daily juice. Okay. Look, everything what he just said is totally accurate. The USA roster is a mess. Okay. They have said for the last couple of days that it was a good wake up call. Losing to Nigeria and losing to Australia and losing and, and oh, I guess they didn't lose to Australia. Who they lost? I'm losing. I forget who they lost to before. Maybe it was Australia. But I thought that game. Now that game got canceled for COVID, but they lost a game prior. Two losses going into the Olympic Games. They didn't cover against Spain in the final game. It was a nine and a half point line, and Spain hit a three at the buzzer to cover the nine and a half point number. There's been some weird Twitter stuff going on. Like the the chemistry doesn't really look like it's there. 
And when this thing goes for real and it's no longer exhibition and it's go time, I mean, Team USA might very well win, but I got I've got 12 points with France. Give me give me France, man. France plus 12. They are the number seventh ranked team. You got Gobert. You got Batum. You got Evan Fournier. You got legitimate NBA players on this France team. They know how to play with each other. They are experienced playing international basketball where Team USA is not. 12 points is way too high. This line should be like six or seven. It should not be 12. Take France plus 12 for a half a unit in the first game for Team USA. That is a 5 a.m. Eastern time Sunday morning game. So it's two o'clock in the morning Pacific time for Team USA versus France. But I'm taking the dog here. Plus 12 France. Half a unit is a play I would 100% jump on before that line starts to move. It may go up, but I'm not sold that it will. I think it might come down. You may see some real sharp money coming in here on France as we get closer to, to game time. People realize Team USA is playing, or maybe everyone will go one-way action and you'll get a better number for Team USA in France. I'll take the 12 now. You may get 12, 13, 14 by the time tip time. You may want to watch the line. Maybe you get a better one than me. I'm taking France plus the 12 against Team USA for a half a unit. Okay, so the parlay is Czech Republic minus 17, Australia minus seven, France plus 12, three legs plus 600 parlay for the weekly don't bet a parlay parlay. Again, Czech Republic, 6 p.m. Saturday night, Eastern time, Nigeria in Australia, 1.20 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning and France in the U.S. at 5 a.m. Eastern time. 2 a.m. Pacific time. You want to play a poll on all nighter. You can stay up and watch that <laughs> team USA in France on Saturday night into Sunday morning for the parlay. International play is team USA in France for me. Half a unit France plus 12 against team team USA. I'm taking France to cover that number. And then there is a bet at bet MGM that I think you guys should jump onto. The don't bet a parlay parlay is fine. You can do that if you want. You bet 20 bucks, you either win $100 in free wagers or you win 160 bucks, right? But I've got a chance for you guys to come in at plus 800 on a bet that I think is worthwhile. So you can throw 20 bucks down on this for Team USA to not make the, the gold medal game at plus 800. Now, now some books have it where for Team USA not to win the gold medal, this bet is for them not even to make the gold medal game, to get bounced in the knockout stages or not even get out of the group. They have a very difficult group with France and Nigeria. Not an easy group at all for them to get out of. Could we see potentially Team USA not even make the gold medal game? It's a 20-buck bet, okay? You win $100 regardless of what happens, but you might be able to cash even more at a plus 800 outcome. Plus 800 at BetMGM. Use the promo code JUICE100 when you sign up for a new account at BetMGM. This is a bet at BetMGM. You put 20 bucks down on it. You're guaranteed to win 100, or maybe you're going you know, get a lot more than that here at 8 to 1 for a plus 800 wager. We want to take it, right? 160 bucks, take it. So, it's a nice put it's a nice pickup for you with France and USA for Team USA not to make the gold medal game here. Quarter unit, I threw a quarter unit down on it. Let's make it official. Let's just see what will happen, but quarter unit at plus 800 for Team USA not to make the gold medal game and you could 
Guarantee yourself an automatic victory by using the promo code JUICE100 at BetMGM. When you sign up for a new account, use that promo code JUICE100. It's a great use of it, right? Plus 800, and there's a lo- there's logic behind it. There's legitimate logic behind betting against Team USA at the Olympics, given where international basketball is right now. Okay, so those are three plays for you guys here when it comes to the Olympics. The parlay. Team USA in France, France plus 12, and Team USA not to make the gold medal game at plus 800 at BetMGM. Three plays on Olympic men's basketball. Let's talk baseball, and let's start with the Yankees and the Red Sox. You got Erod against Garrett Cole. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that the Yankees might be playing for the job for Aaron Boone tonight. The Yankees lost in a just a horrific way, blowing a 3-1 lead in the bottom of the ninth, blowing a 4-3 lead in the top of the 10th, and then having a relief pitcher come in and throw four wild pitches in the bottom of the 10th, leading to a walk-off sack fly for the Red Sox. It was kindergarten. It was, it, it, it was Keystone Cops. It was a joke. The Yankees are a joke. Garrett Cole is pitching for their season today. And I don't think that's nuts to say that. If he gets shelled here today, if he gets rocked and the Yankees lose, see you later. I think they become sellers automatically at the deadline if they lose this game here coming up today. That's how big of a start I think this is for Garrett Cole and the Yankees. On the other side, Erod's been pretty good against the Yankees. He pitched at Fenway Park on June 27th against the Yankees. He he went five hits, gave up two earned runs. In six innings of work, he had eight strikeouts. Against the Yankees last time out at Yankee Stadium, a 4-0 win for the Red Sox, he pitched five and two-thirds, gave up two hits, no earned runs, and he struck out eight. Again, the K prop for Erod is one I'm going to be eyeballing coming up today, and I very well might be involved with that, depending on what the number is for Erod. But the total for this game in the first five is four and a half for the Yankees and the Red Sox. Looking at the numbers going into last night for the over-under first five, the Red Sox at home are pretty good to the first five, 27, 17, and three. But they're four and six, over their last 10. The Yankees on the other side, and their lineup looks just atrocious. On the road, they're pretty good first five. 23, 17, and four to the over, but they are two and eight over their last 10 to the first five over. Both offenses are kind of slowing down. Both offenses aren't that great, and you've got two pitchers who are going to try their hardest to match pitch for pitch, and Garrett Cole is going out there knowing he has to do pretty much what he did against the Astros, which is pitch nine innings, three hits, no earned runs the last time he started on the road. They need him to be outstanding today. They need Garrett Cole to be Cy Young Award winning Garrett Cole today. And I don't think Aaron Boone wants to go to the bullpen at all. They're going to give the ball to Cole and say, go get us nine innings because we're in trouble and we need you to make and earn every penny that we are giving you here today to start. I don't think Garrett Cole gets hit hard, even though he did get hard, hit, hit, hit hard at Fenway back on the 27th of June. Five innings, eight hits, six runs, five earned. Three home runs given up in a day game. This is a night game, but man, if this happens again, I mean, that will be really, really bad. Last time out on the 17th, Garrett Cole was pretty good at home against the Red Sox. It was a range-shortened game. 
Six innings, five hits, one earned run. Cole to be very good. Erod to be very good. First five under four and a half runs for minus 115 for the Yankees and the Red Sox here today is play number one. I think the Yankees and the Red Sox both play a nail biter. I think it comes down to whoever's bullpen is better. That probably means the Red Sox win. I don't hate a play on the Red Sox if you want to jump on the Red Sox, but I'm serious. I think Aaron Boone's job is resting on this game. And if they lose again, that is very possible. Good night. Turn the lights out on Aaron Boone as the manager of the Yankees. There'll be nine games back of the Red Sox. They'll be still 50 and 45, but the, that loss last night, the back pages in New York are going to just eviscerate the Yankees. I mean, 3-1 lead, and you blow a 3-1 lead going into the bottom of the ninth, a 4-3 lead in the 10th, and then four wild pitches in the bottom of the 10th inning is just, that's not Major League Baseball. That's just disgusting. That's, that's horrific. And Aaron Boone just kind of stood there and was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, he didn't have anybody up in the pen. Just a brutal, brutal loss. Best win for the Red Sox, but Red Sox were laughing, literally laughing at the Yankees at that collapse. And we know what the Yankees have done two times this year, entering the ninth inning with a four four run or more lead. They are the only team in baseball so far this year to enter the bottom of the ninth, not once, but twice, leading by four or more runs and blowing it. So this team is consistent at coughing up runs and having horrific bullpen performances. So I think this is a huge game on a Friday night against the Red Sox, and they cannot lose it. Garrett Cole's got to be absolute nails, and I think he will know it. And that means Erod, hopefully, is nails as well. Four and a half. We're going under four and a half here for the Red Sox and the Yankees at minus 115. Now, the other half a unit we're going to jump on here. The Pittsburgh Pirates are on the road at the San Francisco Giants. We know what the Giants are. They're the best team in baseball for first five. Sorry, for run line. They hit it at about 61%. When they win, they tend to win on the run line. But they're coming off of a really tough, tough series against the Yankees. Sorry, against the Dodgers. At the time of taping, it's three to one here for the Dodgers. Now, this series has been crazy for blown saves. Game one, San Fran won. Game two, San Fran was leading. They blew a save. Dodgers win. Game three, uh, Dodgers leading. They blow it. San Fran comes back. They win it. It's a 2-1 lead right now. If they go and lose, if the Dodgers hold on to this, and maybe it's not going to be Jensen tonight in the ninth, but if they hold on to this, it's top of the ninth, 3-1 Dodgers. It's a 2-2 matchup. And the Pirates are the perfect antidote for a team that has simply not been scoring a lot of runs. And look, the Dodgers pitching staff is is really, really good. So it's a chance to kind of pound and beat up on a bad team that's coming off of not that great performances. They were off yesterday. They lost the game before the Diamondbacks of all people. You don't really want to be losing games to the Diamondbacks. Not that the Pirates are going anywhere, but you know they lost 11-6 the game before that. So I mean, Pittsburgh is reeling right now and San Fran gets a chance to beat up on a bad team. And the run line is plus 110. San Fran to win on the run line against Pittsburgh. And if, you're, if you've been with us for a while, you know our propensity to bet games involving Chad Cool when it comes to first inning runs. He's been pretty darn good. Johnny Cueto going is not great, but... I'm okay with it because I think the offense comes to life for the pirate for the for the Giants against the Pirates pitching. 
and I think they score a bunch of runs here. The Giants actually are only two and two this year against the Pirates, which is kind of wild, but they did win the last game four to one, so they covered on the run line. So I think we're going to see a giant offense getting away from the Dodgers saying, okay, goodness gracious, we're away from that pitching staff. Let's go ahead and put some runs on the board and get ourselves feeling good. Kind of like how the Red Sox did after they played against the Yankees. They went right away to play the Blue Jays and they just exploded offensively. I think the Giants are due for a really big run. And they're 30 and 13 at home so far this year. Pittsburgh is 15 and 34 on the road. So Giants run line plus 110 is the second play for us for Major League Baseball. Okay. So those are the plays for us here today on a Friday. Saturday is going to be jam packed. I've got mixed martial art bets for UFC fights coming. I'm trying to find lines on the bare knuckled brawl fight and because Paige Van Sant's in it in the headline fight. And I, I haven't seen much. I don't know what the juice is going to be and who's even favored in that fight, but I'm, I'm eyeballing that looking to kind of do some breakdowns for that. So on the podcast tomorrow, I may have something for us in that, but I definitely will have a bet multiple bets on the UFC card. The return of TJ Dillashaw against Corey Sanhagen is an awesome, awesome fight in the bantamweight division. So we'll definitely have some stuff on that coming up for the podcast tomorrow. Baseball as well. And we'll watch golf. Tony Finau did not play well in the opening round, but let's hope he makes the cut and then we'll see what he does in moving day. And there's you know, three rounds of golf left. So a lot of time left for Tony Finau uh, to get in the top five or top 10. He seems to go very low on a Friday uh, to make up for his one over par, which was not great. I believe he's eight strokes off the lead, but that's not horrible. Just make the cut and get to the weekend. And let's see what Finau can do. We're not betting him to win the thing. We're just betting him to be in the top five, top 10. So hopefully that winds up being uh, a good play for us with Tony Finau at the 3M. My name is Matt Peralta. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast. Once again, to run it through real quick, the parlay for you guys as what we're doing, we're going Czech Republic minus 17. France plus 12, Australia minus seven for a plus uh, 600 three-leg parlay. Thanks to D Nizzi. Official play, Team USA and France. France plus the 12 for a half a unit. Quarter unit on Team USA not to make the gold medal game at plus 800. Red Sox Yankees under four and a half. First five at minus 115. Giants run line at plus 110 are the plays for today. I will be back to talk to you on a Saturday morning for the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Brought to you by BetMGM.